0: it on. Wisdom shared by the housewives and the occasional house husband of Scotland in the pages of the Sunday Post in the 1950s. Whatever will they make of it today? Hello and welcome back to Pass It On with me, Steve and Chris. Today we're going to talk about adverts, Steve.
1: We are. We're taking a bit of a... Of a tangent off. I know we do go off so on we tangents. We go
0: on tangents every single time. <laughs>
1: yes, but this one starts with a tangent <laughs> okay. right? and only gets so worse aware, from there. So be aware you've been
0: warned. now.
1: <laughs> right. Throughout the Pass It On Tips book, I included when I was making it adverts from the 1950s mm-hmm. because they interested me or were in some way remarkable or funny. So, so adverts from the Sunday Post. Adverts from the Sunday Post from in those days. Now. The reason I put them in, obviously, was to amuse people and to sometimes um, to remind people of of the way things were. However, some of them are, uh, well, I'll tell you what, I'll describe it and I'll leave you to make up your minds what you think about it. Oh, I'm
0: excited.
1: This one's from page 32. It's got a picture, a caricature really, of a man leaning on a garden fork. He's got his leg out straight and his wife is cleaning his shoe. And the the words for it, from it, go. Should wives clean husband's shoes?
0: <laughs> 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 meow.
1: <laughs> Never cry some chivalrous males. Others contend that if you want the job done properly, leave it to the wife. But whoever cleans the family's shoes will know that Cherry Blossom gives the brightest, quickest shine. It costs less and goes furthest. Always insist on Cherry Blossom shoe polish. Cherry blossom shoe polish that was. That's genius.
0: What's the garden fork got to do with it?
1: He's working in the garden
2: and
0: garden oh, right. and
1: needs his shoes cleaned. He's actually got a pipe in his hand at the same time.
0: That's an awful lot going on.
2: It's a clever ad if you think about it, because they're managing to appeal both to progressives and to conservatives. At yeah. the same time. Because it's
0: like, no, you should be doing it. But yes, if you want your if you want to w- And then w- it's
2: like but it doesn't matter who's doing it buy our shoe polish. Yeah. Well, I say clever. Uh, <laughs> Rapacious. <marketing point>. And <laughs> immoral is the way of putting it. <laughs>
1: right. Although having said that, I put it to you that if we come down to who does what job, oh. the man goes out and earns the money, that's the way it was. The woman looks after stuff in the house. It would be her job to clean the shoes.
2: Although cleaning shoes, I always associate with, with men, in particular yes, uh, from yeah. the army days. Have we days not had this shoe polish conversation? We've had a bit of a shoe Possibly polish conversation.
1: Have. My father would routinely clean his shoes, not every single day, I don't think. He'd give them a sort of dicht every day. But he would routinely go out into the back garden, give his shoes a proper shiny clean. And I think that's from his RAF days when he was yeah. made to shine his boots. Yeah. I,
2: I kind of associate that that mentality seeping in, as a lot of stuff from the Army and Navy and, mm-hmm. and Air Force mm-hmm. did, seeping into broader society. Yes. Yeah. I associate men with clean shoes, not, not women. Yeah. I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, had, I do
0: too, but I hadn't thought of it that way. I don't know why I'd thought of it, but that's, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm.
2: 100%. And certainly, yeah. I, I, I shine my shoes. I'm wearing sandals today, <laughs> <laughs> which are not polished to a high parade finish. But. I do associate scruffy
1: shoes with a slovenly type of man. I like to see a man in a good... Shined shoe, I have to say.
2: It was always, wasn't it? Um, although probably not in your day, Connie. You tell me if this is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, certainly, when I was growing up, there was a uh, a, a mindset among women, uh, some women, it was a it was a trope that mm-hmm. look at a man's shoes to to know the the measure of him. A man in good shoes is a good man. All
0: oh, right, I didn't know what you were getting at. <laughs> not, no, not um, the measure in that sense, yeah, yeah, Connie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mind um, the gutter, <laughs> <laughs> Connie. Well, um, yeah, yeah. I am a bit of a shoe snob. Like I do look. But yeah. then I think it's because Kerr's very into his trainers and stuff like that and he's kind of, over the course of time I see him like looking at shoes men's right. shoes and then I'm like mm. Making
1: a judgement on that yeah. But that's on the, the brand, the, the expensiveness Not necessarily no, not just really, the brand, not.
0: like the cleanliness or the The awesomeness, the coolness The fashioning yeah, yeah. too, like how they've worn them as such mm. Yeah, like he's a total shoe snob and it's kind of, like I can spot like fakes now <laughs> Yeah, of our your famous Yeezys, Steve, that we know all about now. Yeah,
1: we didn't. We do indeed. Uh, yes. uh, if by the Yeezys, I'd scratch it.
2: Give us another ad, Steve. <laughs> Good. Return like, to your happy yeah, and confident place. Steve, that was
0: painful.
1: <laughs> right, this one starts at the top. There's a picture of a swimming pool which has a diving board, some people watching from the side, and a slide going into it. However, in the foreground, you can see that the swimming pool falls away. And there are people looking in through windows to the swimmers from underneath them. And it says, the words say, see the swimming underwater in new warm wonder pool at Butland's holiday camp here.
0: I've, so like an aquarium. You can yes, see. Okay, but with people in it.
1: Yeah. Oh. Now, I don't know, this maybe reveals something about me, Ooh. but... Um, I think looking at people swimming from underneath is a little bit... Sort Perverted. Of, uh, yeah. It's not, <laughs> you, huh? it's not quite... Uh, I don't know why. Not quite wholesome.
0: Why would you not just jump in?
2: Well, because they want to stand and watch other people swim. For... me uh, For our international listeners, could we explain a little bit what Butlins and Pontins are? Oh, yeah.
1: I I was taken to Butlins several times as a child. It was like... Um, It was like a prison camp, but it was for holiday makers. (laughs) Gives you an idea of the
2: Scottish (laughs) psyche that a prison camp felt like a
1: holiday. You were locked in, in a (laughs) chalet that was uh, six feet by six feet. and um, Made to have fun. No, no. Well, yeah, you were supposed to have fun, but uh, you were locked in. And then all sorts of um, pastimes and entertainments were were postponed because it was raining. (laughs) And you had to go to the hall, a large gathering place where everybody went and... People in red-coloured coats would attempt to make you laugh, but fail. And that's largely what holiday camps are all about.
2: But I, I, How enjoyable. I, I do love it. I have to say, I, I, growing up as a sort of middle-class kid, I was uh, sort of inbuilt, baked-in snobbery about places like that. Mm-hmm. But then um, when I was working, I had to go down to Pontins uh, once for work... Um, and I stayed there overnight and it was, it was brilliant. It it was was, brilliant. I, I was working, so I wasn't like having fun, but, but it, I could That's see. That's not true, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I could see that if you're there on holiday, it was brilliant because the shallows were exciting. Uh-huh. They were just sort of prefab, you know, paper thin walls, but it was four steps from a huge, big golden beach mm. and it was something like 40 quid for the week or so. It was yeah. ridiculously small, some of the money. And I was like, do you know what, if I had kids, as I do now, uh, I can this, and I, I was away for a week from yeah. my difficult, demanding job.
1: It was so in sorry. all in all in all honesty. Uh, Butlins in here was a fantastic holiday. We were with all these kids. I learned to roller skate there, for instance. Um, we'd go swimming. That's the car. I know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. Could have you headphones. still do it? Uh, I've not tried. I don't think so, so it's right about twelve.
0: Lunchtime. Yeah. High <laughs> <Pides>, roller skates.
1: <laughs> they didn't have roller blades in those days, it was only skates. Blades were a new I don't know thing in the eighties. Ones all have the... wheels. And
0: one. <laughs> Jeez. Oh no, they all have wheels, but yes. there's like one or two tracks yes, kind of right in. Yeah. Yes. yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So a skate's surely one.
2: No, a roller skate has four wheels on it. A roller blade has four wheels on it but in a line. Ah. Yeah. Right.
1: Now, as I say this, a sort of wash, a cold wash of horror will seep down over our listeners because I'm going to mention the word Isal. I
0: don't know what that is.
1: I'll tell you. Mother does know best. There's a picture of a, a woman comforting a small, slightly upset-looking child. More than ever, she looks for good value and not at price alone for fine tissue that's smooth and soft oh, and safe yeah. for the hygiene and protection that only Isol germicide gives. There's a picture of an Aizel toilet roll there.
2: We've heard
0: We've, you talk of this before. Yeah, we don't we want have. to discuss this again. That was disgusting. <laughs> Move on. Ned. Is it only like
2: baking parchment, in effect, that you used uh, for toilet
1: roll? It was. It was It um, <laughs> It was. It was horrible. I was amused to find an advert for it. Right. But, but
2: there's something brilliant in that ad, though, isn't there? Uh, you know, the, the, the mother does know best. Mm-hmm. Looks for good value, not just the cheapest. So what what they add is, uh, you know, uh, admitting is that this is an expensive product. But yes. what they're saying is, hey, housewives, housewives in particular, mothers, um, you should spend those extra few pennies to get the good stuff. And it must have resonated. They wouldn't have run the advert if it wasn't going to resonate. Yeah, uh,
0: very really true. Yeah,
1: it was uh, <laughs> It was frightening stuff. And I'm going to cut out this picture of Aizal and I'm going to stick it on my computer keyboard somewhere and... <laughs> Frighten small children like yourself when they're making too much noise in the office.
0: we not know what it is without your explanation.
1: He'll he'll give them that as well. Yeah, Yeah, there's there's probably YouTube videos about Aizel.
2: If there's not, Steve, there's an opportunity for
0: you. Disgusting. (laughs) Media diversification. That's gross. On that note, I think we'll just take a small break.
1: Remember, you can get 20% off both Pass It On books if you use the discount code VINEGAR at checkout at dcthompsonshop.co.uk. Check the episode notes for details and terms, and here's your bonus ad break tip. For a good deodorant, dust under the arms with a bicarbonate of soda.
2: Well, we've decided that actually DC Thompson's uh, insurance policy won't cover the idea of Steve and roller skates, so we, we nixed that idea for the break, but, Aww. so let's come back to some Got more it. ads...
1: Okay, we're going to talk about holidays again, and we're going to talk about, this one will need no explanation. It starts with a picture of a tower with some lights on it, and the words say, Blackpool Illuminations, better than ever, miles of new features, spectacular novelties, magnificent tableau, wonderful shows, superb entertainment, guide and folder from W. Foster, Department 26, Town Hall, Blackpool, and it lasts until October the 23rd. Oh. Now, when I say Blackpool Illuminations, mm. you chaps know what I mean, yeah. I do. Yeah, yeah my mum
0: shouts, "Turn the lights off!" It's like Blackpool Illuminations in here.
1: <laughs> I like the sound of your mother. My mother <laughs> would have said that too. Yeah, really in odd. fact, she doesn't say it
0: now. I don't live there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's totally a blaze. Too. Yes, it is. Every light is always on.
1: But Blackpool Illuminations. When you think about it, we went down to Blackpool in October, which wasn't very good weather, and we looked at some
0: light bulbs. Yeah.
1: And that was entertainment. Rode some
0: donkeys.
2: <laughs> yeah. So this was uh, the city of Blackpool on the coast and the on the seafront there had uh as you say, it looked a little it, it, glorious actually. You see photographs oh, like the of it. Eiffel Tower. Yeah. yeah, but much more gaudy. So yeah. yeah, multicoloured and you know twinkly sparkly. Did you know by the way, the um Eiffel Tower is copyrighted, so you can't take pictures of it only at night. So really? they, they illumin- I think I'm right in saying this. It be an uh, urban myth.
0: Big news. But uh,
2: <laughs> you can take pictures of the Eiffel Tower during the day, but at night when it's lit, the lights are copyrighted, so you may not reproduce them without permission. Obviously lights. obviously, nobody pays attention to that. No, yeah,
1: it's true. I did not know that. I think it's yeah. true. And Blackpool Tower is a copy of the Eiffel Tower, Let's I believe.
0: Check. We'll check and let you know.
1: Right, okay, another, another advert then. <laughs> it's a picture of a man offering another man... A cigarette. Mm. And the words say, have a player's bachelor. They're tipped and they're full size. You have a player's bachelor. I smoke them for taste and flavour. They're good. Very good. One and eight for ten. Three and four for twenty.
0: So, eh, I have nothing to say on eh, that. Genuinely, yeah. is there
2: uh-huh. a, a homoerotic yeah, charge there? I, I'm, not be, I'm not being silly, because, but like the phrase confirmed bachelor in obituaries always meant gay man. Yes, it did. Uh, it was code. It was right. accepted code. Yes, uh, before homosexuality was decriminalised. Mm-hmm. If you saw the phrase "confirmed bachelor in an obit," it meant yeah. gay. It literally meant gay. Mm. Um, and you've got that. The, the, a lot of the words in that do sound a little bit sort of code wordy to me. Yeah, but I, I can't imagine it would be. I can't. Maybe imagine they
0: did it. it. But then it wouldn't be... But I can't imagine a
2: cigarette company would explicitly no. market to no. gay men no, I think in it's, this era. I think it's just my modern ears hearing it. Yeah, that's how the I'm hearing it The advert in which one man is sitting down,
1: looking up at the other, it does look a little bit... Suggestive. suggestive. It does, actually. I Actually, to be honest, it makes the cigarettes sound quite more exciting than they are.
2: <laughs> oh, Tom, <laughs> of course, in, in in Britain we'd call them fags, which in the in the States <laughs> specifically sort of, is, so. a, is a gay, sli- uh, gay yeah, slur. yeah.
0: However, oh yeah, or well, maybe we've just discovered a conspiracy theme.
1: Right, we'll talk about another of my favourite subjects then. <laughs> And don't forget Waddle's Pies
0: Oh, not pies again <laughs> Everyone will <a> <laughs> think we're all fat
1: We're not right in my case oh, yeah, <laughs> I mean, no. It's a woman looking out uh, a window and she's saying And don't forget Waddle's Pies because Waddle's Pies are the best and there's a caption underneath saying, It's just on waddles for quality, <laughs> freshness and goodness through and through. Pies, sausages, puddings, cooked meats, bacon and ham.
0: She waddled down to waddles to get them, didn't she? It's a lovely vision of a world, isn't it? It yeah.
2: is. It's it's its got <laughs> pies like in it. Like that song, Who All good. The Pies.
0: In the same way as I, I, really, I
2: have no desire to visit Blackpool these days, but I would love to go to Blackpool in its pomp. Yeah, And just, you know, see that, you know, the excitement and have that sense of excitement about just seeing a bunch of light bulbs, as Steve says. And same way with this, like, th- that you could be so um, enamoured of Waddle's Pies.
1: Anyway, here's another one. It's a picture of a woman pointing out something in a book to another woman. And it's saying, you too can have a happier, fuller life and make spare time money. Form a Littlewoods home shopping club and invite your friends and neighbours to shop in the warmth and comfort of your own home. And remember, each purchase means handsome commission for you. Every transaction is guaranteed by the famous Littlewood money back if you're not entirely satisfied. The long winter evenings provide an ideal opportunity to form your own club. Post this coupon now.
0: Is that like the 50s and summers? Yeah. Right? No, it's not today like is. It
1: was Tupperware and it was clothes. Virgin
0: v and um, Anne Summers and no. candle parties. No. Yes, it is. What's and what's Avon. What's wrong you today? Your, mind,
1: your mind's in the gutter, Lassie. No, it's, it's about, not. I said Avon. A, that That's was how people bought clothes
2: that weren't available. It's in the tick.
1: But elsewhere. also, On it's tick, genu- yeah.
2: genuinely interesting, isn't it, that, that things like this that we're talking mm-hmm. about were a way of, of women asserting some kind of economic independence yeah yeah right. um, and in fact i listened to an interview with the chief exec of Anne summers on desert island disc or something like that and i had i hadn't known her history and the point was that it was quite a you know it had been a, a male-dominated firm but when she took over um she made it much more women empowered and women friendly yeah. and it wasn't about you know sort of like you know dirtiness and, and kinkiness mm. it mm. was about you know empowering empowering women yeah, and that's social the media, like they, they do like a from. lot
0: of like you know stretch marks is fine and that kind of you know like that sort of stuff which is cool
1: i've never been to an ensemble's party
0: bet your god. <laughs> <laughs> neither have i i don't even know if they still do them to I think be they honest do, i have they do. no idea think they probably like do. virgin v things and candle parties and avon parties and all that was like when i was young i remember my mom going to them what felt like all the time, yeah. You know, there were really uh-huh. big sort of social things and to do, like to buy candlelight suppers and whatnot. It's, you know, like that was the done thing. It's a yeah. very
2: clever commercial solution because yeah. you are uh, enfranchising this huge workforce mm-hmm. to sell your products. And exactly as you say, Steve, the women who went to them mm-hmm. felt an obligation to buy yeah. something. Yeah. It was never spoken, but you uh-huh. know, if if your pal was throwing a Tupperware party, and we should explain this was a party where you went along and bought. Looked at the innovations yeah, there was one in plastic called, like, boxes. Party yes.
0: chef or chef or something, good chef. What's it, what was it oh, called? Yeah, I know the thing you mean. Yeah.
2: And if you, if, if you were invited along to this by your pal and you didn't buy something, you weren't particularly being a good friend. So the, the company yeah. was know, trading on that yeah. on that um, yeah. sort of emotional blackmail. You know what?
0: And, and What is the cheapest thing I can buy?
2: Avon as well. Yeah. That was a, a, a big thing. And again, for folk who don't know, Avon, that was a, a process by which you as a, as a person could go and sell makeup door to door to your local community yeah. and again women being able to earn a wee stipend so they yeah. have a wee bit of economic independence from their husbands who was generally earning the money really that's
0: cool
1: right last one then this might cause some controversy among you politically politically correct types gleams like gold bliver beaver mountain for coats <laughs> Are made from <laughs> the finest and lightest Tuscan skins, thus ensuring their lasting luster and silkiness. At such modest prices, they are a necessity as well as a luxury to every woman. From thirty-seven pounds and ten shillings.
2: Wow, that's pounds. expensive.
1: That was expensive. However, fur coats nowadays, people just
0: they don't exist. Well, they well do. I
1: don't know. They, they do, don't they?
0: Mm. Well, as, yeah, they do, but then they shouldn't.
2: I I can't I kind of flip back and forth in this because it's that thing of if you wear leather shoes, what's the difference between that and a fur coat? True, because you're still killing an animal to take its byproduct, but then again, the, mm-hmm. the leathers produces a byproduct of another industry, so it's yes, using exactly. the whole pig kind of thing. I just don't okay. know. but there's also some work done um, to suggest that obviously people would buy fake fur as a kind of socially conscious alternative to fur, but yeah. actually, you know, that's plastic. So Indeed. you're you're actually harming in just as Indeed, much right, in different really ways yeah.
0: yeah yeah i i don't like animals being killed but yeah if it was coming as a sort of byproduct from but then you don't kill bears or beavers yeah. or fox you know like Is that's like, yeah. Yeah. yeah why can't they make jackets out of cows that you are already dying. leather
2: jackets leather.
0: oh yeah but like you know like a like a cow hide that's leather <laughs> no, but like not in the leather look, like on the cow look. Aerie. Like an actual fur. Like Get an actual the, fur. On the
2: cow look. Oh, you okay. mean not, not taking the hair off it? Yeah, like um, a
0: cow print as such. i wouldn't doing that.
2: They
1: possibly could. I'll tell you what, I was. Um, Pig jacket. I was horrified when I discovered what Astrakhan was. What's I don't that? know what Astrakhan is. Astrakhan is the pelts of uh, goats or sheep, I believe, made in the, the Middle East somewhere. And it is a. Rather horrific uh, process. The um, was it used? What is it? What is it, it used t- for? It's a it's a fur, and okay. um, you you'll recognize it. Women in the nineteen fifties wore a lot sure. of astrakhan, um, although it was very very expensive. But it was the softest fur that you could <gasps> get.
0: Is it from their cheeks? No, it oh. was
1: from unborn fetuses oh, of dear goats, and they would kill the goat, take the fetus out, skin it, and make the uh, dear. God, that's but horrific! It is. It that is, must really have taken a
0: long time to make a filled jacket.
1: It did, uh, which it was very, very it's expensive. Surprising. Yeah, which
0: seems like a waste of life and money and time.
1: Yeah, like right. when I was growing up, there was no nothing, no suggestion that this was a bad thing. When you saw a woman with a nasa Khan coat, you thought yeah. bosh.
2: I basically. So what? What am down is talk about PC. I can't make my mind up about fur. I don't know what I feel about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I flip See, I
1: thought young people were generally. I would have been 10 years ago. I'd, I'd have
2: been never, super against it five, yeah, uh, 10 uh, years ago. I'd but never
0: I've, thought about you saying I'm like amazed. fox, fox for four Fo- Yeah. Mm. Fox, is well. <laughs> Yeah. For <laughs> people like um, me,
1: that's actually quite difficult to get my head around that things that I thought were okay. In the past, are now frowned upon so so much. Well,
0: you can't say that killing the f- taking the fetus out of a dead goat now yeah, is. I know, Connie, but it
1: just wasn't mentioned. Nobody yeah. said that. Yeah, this yeah, was yeah, because it was
0: sort of hush, hush. But yeah. I'd never thought about that being plastic, and I hadn't thought about that. But then, well,
2: <sighs> and of course, it doesn't unless it doesn't you're throwing your jacket in the sea. You know. No, micro like the the, the 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 plastic will for one thing it will like you know, molt slightly and, and yeah. through use. But then also, you at some point, you will dispose of it. And mm-hmm. because it's a man-made synthetic material, it w- will not decompose for thousands of years. Yeah, and it's petrochemicals, so you were, we're still extracting stuff from the earth and we're still right. processing yeah.
1: it, which is a a, a very resource-intensive. And, and so eat. your point is that a natural substance is Cons- more natural in, in some and, and it's better.
2: And, yeah. and so, so it all comes back to and it comes back to the same argument about vegetarianism and veganism about yeah. animal cruelty. Mm-hmm. I I eat meat. I drink milk. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And I I just, at some level, just make my peace with the fact that I'm causing suffering. Yeah, yeah. But where it the case that the, the fur we were taking from animals was somehow ethical, mm-hmm. you know, well cared for, slaughtered humanely and stuff, to whatever extent you can know that, I kind of... There's, a, there's an argument. Well you wouldn't for it. really yeah, think about
0: buying a wool jumper. I know that wheels like excess. Yes, absolutely. But, you know, yeah. it's there's still up there's a sort of similar connotations. I don't mind if you were to buy a like a fur jacket like vintage. Do you know what I mean? So it's like yeah, al- it was someone else's fault. My wife would <laughs> you know? love
2: second uh, a secondhand yeah. proper big glamorous um Jackie Onassis style. Yeah. Oh my uh, mother has a full jacket. of
0: them. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Uh, although she's now dead, but she did have a wardrobe full of them. Mothballs. Yeah. Did, did it smell mothballs? It did smell like mothballs. To be fair, yeah. Are
0: mothballs still a thing. I think
1: so. Think so.
0: On that note, I think that's enough of mothballs and fur jackets for today. And um, join us the next time where we will be discussing more genius or possibly madness from households in Scotland in the 1950s and from more nonsense from us here in Scotland today. See you then.
2: If you know anyone who enjoy this podcast as much as you do, we'd love it if you'd pass it on. Let them know they can subscribe for free in iTunes, Spotify or wherever they get their podcasts or you could leave us a wee review or rating on iTunes to help people discover Pass It On for themselves. And don't forget, as Steve said, as a listener to this podcast, you can get an exclusive 20% off the Pass It On books at dcthompsonshop.co.uk by using the discount code VINEGAR at checkout until 20th November 2019. Check the episode notes for details and terms.